0: Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Lead story in the Herald for today, Wednesday the 20th of April. Elderly couple slain in cold blood. Mystery surrounds the shooting of Carica residents at the front door of their home. For more on this story and others, go to heraldlive.co.za. One of the stories you'll find on heraldlive.co.za, brazen killers sow terror, suspected hit murders, bogus cops, and a warmer community ruled by fear. A string of suspected hit murders, bogus police, and the closure of a police station in one of Kabeja's most violent and dangerous policing precincts has left residents of warmer township living in fear. The intrepid Herald reporter who's been covering the story is Rian Marais, and he joins us on Behind the Herald Headlines. Rian, thank you for joining us. All going well? All good on my side, Darren. How are you? I'm not doing too badly, thanks, Rian, but very concerned about the story that you've been covering. Give us a bit of the background.
1: How many people have been killed? Is action being taken? What's your making of it? Well, Darren, I can't take uh, all the credit for the story. We've had a good team working on it uh, for quite a while. Um, But just in short is that in the last, say, week or so, uh, we've seen at least four shootings that we know of claiming five lives, including the life of an innocent bystander that happened to be, we're assuming, you know, just, enjoying his lunch, you know, on, on, on a Wednesday afternoon and, 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 was gunned down. And um, from what we understand from the police is that they say that an investigation is ongoing, but um, you know, speaking to guys within the cops and, 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 and some anonymous sources that we, we obviously can't divulge um, saying that more serious action needs to be taken. You know, you need people like a, a, an active task force to be set up with some senior police officials to actually look into this to, you know, call on their sources within the, within the community and to get to the bottom of this, because it is a concern. And one of the concerns is, you know, the community is living in fear. And, and when does this spill over into the surrounding areas? That's, that's the big, the, the major issue. Sure. Now, you've already pointed to the fact that an innocent bystander has
0: lost his life as a result of the shooting last week. So it is spilling over into the community. What's the reaction been like from their side? Are they living in fear? Is it just a part of the township, the entire
1: township? I'm trying to get a sense of how big the story is. So from what we understand, you know, about, yes, it's been a couple of years now that the the satellite station within Warmer Township closed down. For a number of reasons, uh, one of them being vandalism to the building, which in itself is a crime. You know how you know how can the police building be vandalized? It sounds terrible, but um, police minister visited there last year. Promises were made that this uh, station would be reopened, and up to date, it doesn't seem like much action has been taken. So, warmer township as a whole is quite a hotbed for for various crimes. This violence is now sort of the combination of all of these things coming together, and. The community is living in fear. You know, the people we spoke with saying that they don't see any action from the police. They don't know who to go to. Who do they turn to for help? And if there's no action being taken by the community, by the police within the township, then we see things happen like last week where a shooting happened in Juch Walmer, which is uh, probably one of the more affluent areas in, the, uh, in, in Port Elizabeth or in Kabeja and it's no longer a township issue. It is now a broader, warmer community, even a broader Nelson Mandela Bay issue. And um, I really feel like some senior police officials should come on board and, and really take some serious action on this, on this issue. Now, you say the problem has been escalated to national level. There was a visit
0: by the Minister of Police, Becky Taylor. Any sign yet of that satellite police station being
1: reopened or not at all? Well, you know what? There was a lot of uh, back and forth between local police, between national police, between the Department of Public Works, who apparently owns the the, the, the property, the building where this should be. And a lot of promises were made. Uh, issues of budget was raised, and they said it would take half a million to get the building back up and running. And that visit from the from the police minister last year stemmed from a similar situation we are in now, where, again, in a very short space of time, there was a bunch of uh, shootings and killings claiming, you know, numerous lives. So why, you know, an incident similar to what we're seeing now brought the minister here. Nothing has happened. We're seeing a repeat of that happening. And all of this because they, you know, no one can agree who should be responsible for bringing the police back. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a difficult situation. I understand the police is under pressure. There are things like budget constraints and all that, but, while they are bickering over budgets and who is to blame for this the community is the one that's suffering and like we just said you know it's not only that community it's now spilling over and and has much more far-reaching implications than just the the warmer township area Rion and word
0: from the police via sources
1: are they on top of the issue have they identified why these killings are happening so that that's a bit of a sticky issue because you know we spoke to some guys um, saying that you know why don't we have a task team? Why don't we have people dedicated to following up only this issue? You know um, what we what we've seen at this stage, and this is this is speaking to guys that have been in the business for quite some time and 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 see how these things go. They've done investigations before. This seems like guys are being called in from out of town to. To come and perform these as we say hit hit killings um, they don't get local guys. If you look at the the m o of these shootings, you know it's not someone that's being shot, and then their body's being searched for a cell phone or a wallet or something. These guys are obviously being compensated well enough that they do not have to perform a robbery, so these are professionals that are being brought in from outside to perform these hits, and then they just run off. So, or they disappear. So these guys are probably not even in town anymore, but there must be a local link. You know, there must be someone involved that are bringing these guys in to, you know, take out their competition or witnesses to a crime or someone that they have an issue with. So if a local task team can be brought on board or can be set up, they can start doing some serious digging, looking at who Who are the people that have the means or who are capable of arranging things like these? um, And just do some digging, do some investigation and see if they can get to the bottom of it. But it'll take a dedicated team of people to really get to the bottom of this.
0: Just so our listeners are aware, we have reached out to the South African police services to join us on Behind the Herald Headlines today. And unfortunately, they were unavailable for selection. Hopefully, we can do that in the near future. Rion, allegations from various sources that there's some sort of gang element or link to all these killings. Have you come across that?
1: So at this stage, um, the the four shootings that we had last week, or the four that we know about last week, um, there's been no clear link that they were perhaps involved in the same business or you know, people love to point fingers and say, oh, it's the the taxi, it's the taxis, it's the SMMEs, it's whoever. At this stage, there's no way of really pinpointing who exactly it is. And if there are any uh, leads or or, or or what's the word I'm looking for, but if there are any investigations being done into it, it hasn't been shared with us yet, obviously, to try and keep it under wraps for as long as possible until they can make positive arrests. Um at this stage, we are not aware what exactly the, who exactly the people are behind these killings, uh, but I'm hoping that in time, you know, these things, uh, this, these, this information does come out before the situation escalates even more and more innocent lives are lost. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. The voice of
0: Rion Mare, Herald reporter, covering a story of suspected hit murders, bogus cops, and the warmer community township, which is currently living in fear. Thank you, Rian.
1: Perfect, thanks so much, Darren.
0: Warmer Township falls into Group 4 in terms of the municipal demarcation in Nelson Mandela Bay and the Ward 4 councillor joining us now on Behind the Herald Headlines, Nozuko Mbambo. Morning, ma'am. We have a problem.
2: Um, I can't say it's a problem, actually. It's a sort of crime going on almost every day. So all levels of crime are continuing. And the problem at this moment we have is the issue of satellite police station. There was a satellite police station before, but now it's totally not working and has been vandalised. Even the building, there's no even the building there now as we are speaking.
0: Councillor, I must take issue with you saying it isn't a problem in Warmer Township. We've seen as many as four or five people lose their lives during the course of the past couple of weeks, and the police don't seem to be getting a handle on it.
2: Uh, The the police are doing their job. Yes, there are some uh, lives that we lost here. Uh, We can actually say that the crime is going up and up instead of decreasing.
0: So across the board, criminal acts in Warmer Township are increasing. You've been in touch with the police and with the community. Let's go to the community first. They seem to be living in fear. We've had an innocent bystander lose their life as a result of these killings.
2: Yes, the community is saying that because you don't know what is happening and also you don't know whether you are still safe where you are, even as a community member or even as a leadership within the community.
0: And what should the community do until this problem is solved? Do we need more police? We obviously need to get that satellite police station up and running again. What do the community do in the meantime?
2: Uh, in the meantime, uh, i of Spoke with the chairperson of CPS yesterday, and we have arranged already the meeting for next week, Tuesday. And then in that meeting, we will also engage other stakeholders within the community. The chairperson of the CBDLs said that that will be also the build up to the workshop that is going to be held towards the end of the month, which is we are going to engage each other brainstorming and also checking where are the challenges are, and within the community also what we need. The visibility of the police. And also even if we can have a mobile satellite, because that one that was used before is no more working now.
0: Councillor, the police minister, you escalated the problem to national level. The police minister himself visited the area late last year. Have you seen any change following his visit?
2: Yes, the minister was here, but not in this ward, which is what was there. In another ward, in northern areas, ward 7. And uh, after that, there is totally no change. Everything is going up and up.
0: It's very, very concerning. Councillor, have the South African Police Services given you any idea as to when that satellite police station will be operational again or not? In that
2: satellite police station, totally, I don't think they are going to operate again because the building has been demolished. There is nothing there now as we speak
0: councilor we've had word that these killings appear to be professional work and people speculating that these are not locals, that people have come into the township from elsewhere. Have you heard the same stories?
2: No, no, I don't have any stories,
0: no. Counselor, this is obviously very concerning for you and uh, more than concerning for the community that needs to live with these issues. What would you say to them?
2: Uh, What I'm going to say is that as a community, let us work together and then see to it that we integrate our programmes and also to all the programmes that are related to the crime and also we take this forward even if we do it along our 22 areas in this world and also the engage the leadership also ECPS and other stakeholders that are working in this community.
0: In closing, councillor, the South African Police Services have gone on record saying that they've arrested one of the main gang leaders operating in the area. He is still in police custody And that the spate of attacks appear to have decreased. I didn't
2: hear nothing about that. Maybe I will hear better when we engage in the next meeting of next week.
0: Councillor Nozuko Mbambo, Ward 4 Councillor in Nelson Mandela Bay, we appreciate you joining us on the programme this morning. Have a good day. Thank you very much. So there you have it from the mouth of the Councillor. No word on what the motive for the killings might be, who the killers might be, or where they might be from. Also, no idea on whether the satellite South African police station will be opened. And in the meantime, the community who have to endure all this must just put up with it best they can and wait while meetings are held to put plans in place. To say this is far from ideal would be a gross understatement.
2: That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.